What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on The Cart, we talk about the side characters of Season 3 and 4 of The Legend of Korra. Which basically means we're talking about the Red Lotus. We are your hosts. I'm Austin. I'm Ricky. I'm Ian. And this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. And welcome back to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, where we need NyQuil... Uh, <laughs> What's this? We cough drop, yeah, Ricky. A cough drop. You got, you got the itis over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Scoot, yeah, scoot scoot you. <laughs> I'm not sick. I'm not. Like, I'm. I'm done being sick. Like, I was sick earlier. You in know, the week. it'd be funny is if we moved your mic over to this. I was side actually thinking to have Ricky like over there. <laughs> Isolate him. Get him in a little uh, quarantine. Bowl. I didn't have a four. I didn't have a fever. Okay. You are five feet nine inches away from me. You need to back up. Three more inches. Fuck. <laughs> I can't get that far away from the microphone. I'm just joking. It You're may okay. actually help because your voice is so loud. If you were six feet away, <laughs> it might actually increase the quality of our podcast. Nice. It'll it'll sound like I'm, I'm right next to you. Yeah, like I can feel them in my ear hole. Now, I do want to say we figured out recently that in the studio, we can turn the fan on. Which and it, is- <laughs> it won't it won't get picked up in the audio and so like this whole time we've just been sitting in here sweating, sweating. <laughs> literally sweat equity going into this podcast because it has been hot as balls in this room <laughs> turns out we could have had the fan on the whole the time entire time the entire time, time. Uh, it does smell like cabbage in the studio. Just so you know. <laughs> sure. Oh my god! Gross. <laughs> yeah, That's we're so really gross. immersing ourselves in, into the. Uh... Oh man, we're painting a horrible picture for our listeners nah, right it's, now. It's not that bad. It's not, it's that, not bad. that. It's bad. actually a really nice studio. It's coming together. It really is coming together. We need to rehang some acoustic foam though, because <laughs> it's just gonna, there's some there's some spots missing. In, but otherwise. The fam blew them right off. Yeah, yeah, right? I will say about this, though, about the podcast coming together, is uh, I think we have every comic and graphic novel out there now, right? Uh, Yeah. I Actually, I did. I went to the comic shop yesterday, and the the search and, like, all the the, um, library library editions are are being released in, um, like, actual graphic, like, graphic novel format. Oh, like, no, 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 like, no. like soft cover. No, um, it's always been that way. The library editions are they're, they're the like, special. They're like, are the s- I know they're it's a, but you can't. The, the library editions is where you get them all collected together. Otherwise, right. you have to have three comics. They, He's saying like the first book of the promise will have its own library edition with the same content. But a paper, well, it's, but it'll it's be paper. Its yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Without like the annotations and stuff like that, it's just it's a collected. It's an omnibus. Basically, nice. I, I saw all of them at the comic shop yesterday. Yeah, the guy was like, "Hey, you're in the you're into Avatar. Come check it out. Check it out. These just came out." I'm like, oh, fucking nice. Sweet. Yeah, no, they're really nice. So, but the paper paperback. Yeah, they're paperback. Yeah. Dang. How yeah, good? See, here's the thing I about know, this though. It's like we buy are, it again. I know. I know. It's like <laughs> we already had the comics. So like, how many times I, are we gonna buy these? I'll, damn comics? I'll, I'll and we on. haven't even read them. But they're, we're like, we have to buy the other ones. I know, right. <laughs> So it, it's actually really nice because I mean you sat and read the the library editions. It's pretty. I it's love big. The it's editions. nice because you're sitting there and, and you're looking at the annotations. You get a deeper immersion into the story. Um, but the 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 new uh, miniature ones, they're portable. You can take them on the go and they throw them in your bag and it's and it's and it's good. You don't have this big hefty right. hardcover. It, it's like a the size of a manga if you've ever read. Oh, a manga. okay, yeah, okay. It's really nice. So that is nice, but I do like reading a comic book in a library edition format like that, where you have like a hardcover book. Like it's lo- it looks like I'm yeah. looking at a like a copy of the comic. Yeah, you know, on okay. on a bigger on a bigger page, like blown up for you. Yeah, I liked it because, like, I mean, usually the comics run right up on the edges, and right. which is fine. I mean, that's cool too. And that's what the new books are like. They're, and it's right up to the edges. Yeah, yeah. So comics to me are like frail, and I'm worried I'm going to damage them. Well, you've been around me for too yeah, long. exactly, <laughs> exactly. I've picked up a comic, and Ian's been like, "What are you doing?" 
Do not touch it like that. How dare you, you filthy casual. <laughs> yeah. It's like picking it up by the corner on one page. Yes. <laughs> lifting it up. You got to bust out the white gloves and all that when you do that. What's I've, this I've actually done that before. You have, do you have like some felt white gloves? I, well, I've, I've held a Amazing Fantasy 15 in my hands. And oh, I'm, oh, hold on. For, hold on, hold on. What is this, Austin? I, I, I know what it is. Say, I know what it is. You're going to have to tell me. Is it a Spider-Man your, comic? Take your best guess. Amazing 15? Amazing, Amazing Fantasy 15. 15. Amazing Fantasy 15. Is it edition? Like it's the 15th version? Let me tell you. Let me tell it, you. Your first 15, thought Your first thought was I on the right track. I, I thought right it was now. a spider. Is it's it Spider-Man? The fir- it's the first appearance of Spider-Man. It's okay. the first, first okay. Spider-Man comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, uh, this guy brought it in to the, at the time, the shop that I was in. He <laughs> he brought it in and, and Neil, uh, he, he ended up buying it. Uh, I, I I think I've seen it. I've seen Neil's copy. I know what copy you're talking about well, because I think I've seen Neil's copy of it. If you're, well, that, it's in his. It's in his. Anyway, I know that, but I think I've seen it. Neil's copy. Right, right. That would be Neil's copy, right? right. Uh, no. no, no, different, different one. But anyway, he. Uh, I just wanted to hold Amazing Fantasy 15 in my hands. It, it's. I mean, it's the same as like Action Comics number one, in my opinion. For, yeah, for- actually, it's it's more. To action, me, to action. me, it's more more important well, than yeah. than Superman. I like Spi- Spider Man's my favorite. Superman sucks. Yeah, but anyway, fuck, yeah, I fuck had, Superman. I had to put on white gloves in order to touch it because Neil's like, you gotta, you can't put any any oils on the on the pages. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Here's it, another. Can we trivia Austin again? What does DC stand for? Like DC movies, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Donald Clover. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you're so close. <laughs> Danny Clover. <laughs> anyway, Is it really? No. No, oh. Detective Comics. <laughs> anyway, we got any uh, any news today to talk about? We do. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Other the, than uh, got to get actually Marvel? into the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. We're doing right, a podcast. Right, here. right. We're, we have an Avatar <laughs> podcast today. Um, we did talk about this last episode about the new. Um, New copyrights that Viacom purchased, right? Which were Avatar Legends and Avatar Braving the Elements, and <laughs> we got released. We had our theories about bra- what the Braving the Elements might be. Yeah, we had a bunch <laughs> of theories. None of them, not a single one of them, were right. Not, not even, re- right. not even remotely right. No, no, not even. Uh, so, what is? Uh, who wants to say it? I'll I'll say it if you guys don't want to say it's it. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Go so. For it. Avatar Braving the Elements is going to be an official Avatar podcast, um, and it's going to be hosted by Dante Bosco, voice of Zuko, and Jeanette Varney, voice of Korra. That sounds pretty rad. It actually does sound like, It does. I'm going to listen well, every week. Especially since Dante Bosco's kind of already in this space. He has like this weekly show that he hosts on Instagram. Oh, really? Where they like do movie reviews. Okay. And stuff like that, like things of that nature. So he's already kind of in this like, like dialogue format where he's just talking about things right so it's like you remember when we first got started on the podcast it took some spin-up time to like really get our grounds going right yeah. so i think they're gonna hit the ground kind of running because well, they yeah. already have obviously the professionals right in the, in the yeah in the entertainment industry but dante bosco in particular already kind of doing this stuff right? yeah and also they have you know basically a unlimited amount of money like uh, oh, you know yeah. how much how much money do you really need to invest in a podcast but Paramount has, yeah, they get you know, studio movie yeah, studio money. Yeah, 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 right. Uh, now I am. I will say though, I am pretty excited for it because, um, well, uh, two things. I'm excited for it in one way, but I'm also not, kind of let down in another. So I'm, what I'm excited about is that we're gonna have two big names in the Avatar fan base. You know, like big people that a lot of people like from the show, like personally, right? Uh, Dante Bosco in particular, and. Uh, it's going to bring a What's lot more. What's wrong with Jeanette Varney? Well, he's just, Dante Bosco's just very popular, is it, dude. Is it? What if it's Janet? Janet. It is Janet. Is it pretty Janet? Pretty sure it's Janet. What did you say? Jeanette. Jeanette. Oh. Well, that's the problem. I don't know. It kind of looks like, I feel like Janet is two ends. Maybe. And then Jeanette is one end. No, we'll have to submit this question to the podcast. There we go. Yeah. So, to Braving the Elements there podcast. <laughs> What's so I'm your excited. Name? <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> hey, uh, we're doing a Q&A. Be sure to submit your questions in the comments below. We'll get to them on next week's episode. It's like, how do you pronounce your name? And it's, it's dumb because you know at the beginning of the episode, we're your host, Dante Bosco, and I'm Jeanette Varney. How do you say your name? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm excited because they're, they're going to bring a lot more attention to the Avatar space. Yes. Well, I want to hear, yeah, and I want to hear behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I want to, I want, so here's what, part of the reason why I wasn't so excited is because I think Ian was able to find information that they're doing a rewatch, essentially. Oh, um, that was my info. That was, oh, that was, that was info? definitely Ricky. Yeah. So uh, I, I didn't But I read the yet. article. Yeah, okay. I read the whole article yeah, about so the So they're doing a, a rewatch and then, and then doing a podcast as they rewatch the show. Janet Varney. It is Janet Varney. Janet. Yeah. Okay. Well, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Now we're gonna have to. <laughs> now we're gonna have to think of another question to ask on the podcast. Damn so. it! Way to so, go, Ian. So I am looking forward to this podcast. The so I want to ask you guys this. To me, like I've watched inter- interviews with Janet Varney. Yeah. Um, she sounds different than Cora. Cora is a voice. She's a voice actress. Dante Bosco is Z- that's his talking voice. <laughs> yeah. Zuko is Dante Bosco's talking voice. Yeah. He has the same voice in every show. That was a problem with General Iroh yeah. the second. Yeah. You know, like, he has the same so I'm gonna be listening to a Zuko podcast. <laughs> you know? Well essentially you're you're gonna have a yeah, Zuko Cora podcast. That'd be dope. That would be yeah, dope. That's be going dope. to be dope. What if they it's going to what if they are Zuko in character? <laughs> yeah, in yeah. characters Zuko and Korra oh. talking about Avatar shit, like okay, this gives me a whole man, new level of hype. That'd on be it, so dude. dope. <laughs> yeah, that'd so be cool, sick. man. I w- uh. Oh, I'm, we're gonna listen to it every week. We well, know we are. At the very least, we're gonna get Dante Bosco repeating lines as he's doing a rewatch. Right. So that'll be right. cool. Maybe right. he'll throw like a new sure. spin on him or something. You know, or like, right. oh, I wish I would have said it this way. I, I think it's interesting. I, I mean, is that what most podcasts do though? Like when they when this when it's show based, do they just do a rewatch? Like I, I find it I find it interesting that the official Avatar podcast is going to do a rewatch. Well, it's different when they're doing it though, because they're help create they helped create the show. They're actually in the show. Right. Right. So it adds value. Right. I, I wonder if it's gonna be like like the director's cut. Like while they're talking or while he he's watching uh Zuko alone, he's he's gonna reference a, you know, how he was feeling at the time that you know, that's what, what I want to hear. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's what, what I'm because if if we were to do a rewatch like us three, it wouldn't. We, what value would we bring to that other than our own commentary? That honestly is probably not that really you know relevant. Yeah, yeah. Two people that were part of the show doing a rewatch, I think that at least is okay. better. Okay, it at least makes sense. I can agree to that. If anybody's gonna do a rewatch, it should be the people that made the show. Yeah. So I did hear. Jan- Janet Varney. <laughs> Having a hard time. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I keep wanting to say Jeanette now. Uh, Janet Varney, she like licensed herself with Nicole, like signed some contract, and that was released as news. Oh, really? It was like, oh, she she signs with Nickelodeon for blah, blah, blah deal. I bet this is... Um, the deal? The deal. Okay. The deal, so to or speak. Or at least the start of the deal. Who knows yeah. what else she might do? Yeah. People right. were saying, oh... Uh, Legend of Korra, like, grown Stand up, off, yeah. you know, or yeah, yeah, something. Korasami, fucking, that would be dope. I mean. That would be dope. That's going to be a different, series? It's going to be a different network. Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean, oh, <laughs> we're going a different direction <laughs> with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you got you to gotta edit those uh, F-bombs there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Anyway, so uh, is that it for news? I that's the, it for news for right I now. Did, yeah, I didn't see yeah. anything oh, else in the episode. No, first. the um what's that uh live stream? Something we shared it on our Instagram story. There's like a Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, uh um a reading of Toph Metal Bending Academy. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, a oh, live yeah, reading. The, the creators are going to do a live stream live reading. Yeah, yeah. And Jack DeSena's on it. So that's Sokka. I, the voice of Toph, I believe is on it. I don't yeah. know her name. Off yeah. the top of let my me, head. Uh, let me pull it up right now. You guys just keep the conversation flowing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have uh, voice actors, Michaela Murphy, Jenny Kwan, and Jack DeSena, which, and then the comic creators, Senna, DeSena, and then the comic creators, Faith Aaron Hendricks and Peter Wardman, which, which is funny because when I saw those, I goes, oh, hey, those names look familiar. It's yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah no shit. It's because I just read Toss Just Bayfront. read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we talked about it. Yeah. All the and time. that's going to be uh, May 19th at 1 p.m. on Twitch and the official YouTube channel. 1 p.m. What, what time zone? Pacific. 1 p.m. Pacific. Nice. Okay. So, so I can le- catch 11 up. o'clock our time. Yeah. What day of the it, week? No. Is that? What? Pacific? Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. One we're o'clock. on Mountain Time. <laughs> one, one and yeah. We're <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> and it's not even like daylight savings time anywhere else in the world right now. Right. 
So yeah, one Just o'clock kidding. on I never May nineteenth. That so that's actually uh, that's, that's gonna be two. That's gonna be Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. That's coming this upcoming Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So by the time this episode drops, that will have been out because um, this, this episode is gonna drop on the twenty first. Right. So. Um, so if you're listening well, to this yeah. after the nineteenth, <laughs> sorry you missed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or now you know you can go back and watch it on the YouTube channel. Yeah, and we'll 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 talk about it on the following week. We'll, so we're definitely gonna watch it on Wednesday. At least I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I can get it Why before not? work. Yeah, maybe we'll drop a uh, a special uh, early episode Wednesday or something like that. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Don't we'll talk, promise. We'll talk about it. Talk no, about it. no, no over promises. But maybe we'll, maybe we'll squeeze out a little bonus episode or something like that. I like how today we're we're talking about. Korra season three side characters, and you pull up Netflix and start Korra so- season four. I know. What, right? <laughs> what I was just thinking that when I, once I saw Korra, I was like, okay. I see Korra okay. all beaten up, and I'm like, this is season four. So <laughs> as we were going through uh, characters, we realized that there's not a lot for season four. So I was like, let's pull up season four and just see okay. if anybody comes up that oh, we might have okay. yeah. missed. I think That's we got to talk about this white dog. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway clearly like, that's an earthbender dog because clearly. it's got green eyes so. oh my god by the way we're talking about Cora on the screen she's following her spirit dog oh yeah and just but. to add context to anybody because we're not this is audio <laughs> format right we're watching this on this on the monitor <laughs> yeah as the podcast is going just so you know we're like it's we totally were saying that out of context that's hilarious all right so let's get into the topic of the day guys Korra right. season, well, it's going to be season three and probably season four because there's not a whole lot in season four. Yeah. So. Yeah, season four is basically just playing. like a big battle the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, all the characters are established. Yeah. By season four, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, with the exception of a few. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, who do we have for? Oh, I hate when I smack. Like <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, so we – I well, Ian wanted to start, and I agree, because this is, like, my favorite uh, villain group of all time, starting with the Red Lotus. Absolutely. Come on. How cool are they? Dude, the coolest villain group, led by the coolest villain, who we can't talk about because he's not really a side character. Let's just get that out of the way. We're going to do a Zaheer episode. We're going to do a Zaheer You can episode. say his name. You're, like, <laughs> trying not to say his name. Spoiler, spoilers, guys. Spoiler. <laughs> Henry Rollins. Um. Uh, so, yeah, so Red yeah. Lotus. Uh First one on 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 the team that I got written down is I can't really see because there's a box Gazan. in my way. Gazan. It's Gazan. You spelt it wrong. Did I, I? I told you how to spell it. I mean, G-H. I don't. I don't. Oh, is that how it is? G H. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a terrible speller, Sorry. and I can't remember names anyway, so that's your guys' fault. Well, you probably could have spelled it right like you did Janet, and Ian and Ricky would still pronounce it wrong, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to pronounce it wrong. <laughs> So uh, Gazan, <laughs> Gazan, he's he's the, the 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 first time that we really really see lava bending, like we we see it. Uh, oh pre- yeah, from like the avatar, from, from like the avatars. But this is the first guy, uh, non avatar, who's lava bending, which is super dope, by the way, because it's he's a. He basically is like a master of it. Like he does it better than anybody I think we've seen otherwise. Well, he's right? the first one we see. Well, other uh, I'm just other talking like in general, like right. broadly, like not necessarily in order, but like he kind of kind of crushes it. Right. Like he does it like he's his style is really cool. Like it's his preferred style of bending over actual earth bending. Right. Right. Whereas the other way around, most people just break out the lava bending whenever right. they need to. So Gazan just yeah, Gazan prefers lava bending over. You don't really see him earth bend that much. He does a few times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A few times. Right, right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Lava bending. It's just so devastating. The just the lava bending in and of itself. We see it when they when they try to break out. Uh, he destroys the whole earth air temple. Right, the yeah, whole air like, temple, and and when they're when they're trying to capture or kidnap Korra, like that whole center of the of that he creates like a moat. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of like, lava, a pit of lava, insane, <laughs> and they're and everyone's like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, I think okay. So this is a side note, but I think lava bending more powerful than metal bending. You think so? Yeah. Oh, I would. Interesting. Im- I would imagine that that if you have a lava bender versus a metal bender, you just superheat the metal. Like honestly. Yeah, well, it would melt the metal. I right? would imagine. Yeah. You know what? You had Toph meet a lava bender in Beifong Academy. And they didn't face off, and that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like really hoping so for a awesome. show. I mean, we did see. It. I mean, all the whole Bayfong family are, are, are metal benders, and they couldn't do a damn thing 
against, against lava. Yeah. But is that is that because they don't know how to fight that because it's so unique? They've they've never trained would, for that. I would imagine. But yeah. but look in season four when you see the metal vendors fighting each other, it's some of the coolest bending in the whole fucking series. So the thing is though, is that the metal bending requires you have metal. If you just stick two of them out in a field, <laughs> then you just get a <laughs> shitty earth bender and a lava bender. <laughs> I mean bullshit. Kuvira does earth bend and she's a sick earth Okay, Kuvira's an exception, obviously. She's a metal Oh my god. Kuvira's she's the best a metal of the bender. Best. I'm just uh, not a shitty but we're, to, we're taking away their main preferred method of bending. Okay, okay. Right. So that's all I'm saying. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I no, you <laughs> know what? Metal bender wins. You know or, what? Or no, no I think right. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I think lava bending is like more powerful than metal. It, it's I think it's OP. Well, it especially wins. the it's point win. that it could melt the metal. If yeah, you, I would need it too. If so, let's just say uh, Gazan versus Kuvira. You know, at the height of their power or whatnot, like. Good that would be that would be a badass uh, fight. Yeah. If anyway. she if she's throwing shit at him and he just puts up this wall of of lava, you know I just think I th- that would melt. I think Kuvira wins. Here's just why: because of her tactical, just because, of because she Cause she can fight because she's a yeah. tactical fighter. Yeah, yeah. So is Kuvira Batman all of a sudden? Like, <laughs> why does Batman win? Um, I don't know. He's Batman. He's Batman. <laughs> Detective Comics. Anyway, anyway. So, we're, so that was the first character we. Twenty five <laughs> minutes in, we've talked about Gazan. <laughs> well, I love. Uh, man, how cool is the Red Lotus? No, like well, yeah. as 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 antagonists, yeah. like uh, that's one of the. Like people complain a little bit about Ozai just being, uh, lame, uh, villain. You know, just right. an evil guy, right? Stereotypical the, villain guy, but but. Korra gives us real depth, and the Red Lotus is probably everyone's favorite. Right. It, yeah. Come on. How fucking cool are these guys? I, so my favorite part of season three was the character arc of Bolin and how he gets and how he gets lava bending. Because the entire time he's trying to uh, – like there's this – Yeah, the, I, metal bend. He can't metal he, bend. He can't metal bend. So there's this – there's like perceived elegance or – or superiority with metal benders, because I mean Toph, she's the greatest earthbender alive, right? Yeah, he idol he, he idolizes, and he idolizes her. Toph. Yeah. So so he tries his hardest to to um to be a metal bender, and you need precision. You need to be you need to be a, a surgeon to be a, a metal bender. I think I think he actually says one in a hundred earthbenders. In the, like in the show, I think oh, he's okay. like only like one in a hundred earthbenders can metal bend, but. Well, so my my point is when when Bolin faces off against uh, when they all face off against uh, the Red Lotus, and and Bolin sees Gazan uh, lava bend, he's like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah. This is crazy!" And then he tries metal bending, and it's just not his style. And and he he lava bends later on. Oh it's like God. it's like fuck yeah. Okay, like, this okay, is okay. My style. this is my style right when, here. Yeah. I'm I'm getting chills just thinking about it when he faces off. With Gazan at mm-hmm. the end, at the end, and but he starts lava bending. He's like, I learned some new tricks, right. but the style he's bending is like pro bending. Right? He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's dude. like throwing <laughs> fucking boxing punches oh, like with lava. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. He made it his own. Yes, yeah. that yeah. shit is so. Ooh, I'm getting hype right now. Yeah. But it's like, and they and they beat him. He uh, right. Gazan kills himself. Right, ends he, up killing himself. Yeah, and then <laughs> by the way, uh, fucking Mako. Straight up kills Ming Wa. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Holy ass. shit, that bitch dead. <laughs> Cora went pretty hard on. Oh this. yeah, <laughs> man. Season three, season three has all the good deaths you, except for the murder suicide in season one. Yeah, right. Yeah, you had to. These these guys were these were bad guys. We they had to die. A, yeah, a, a, yeah, in a bad way. Well, and they're not only that, but like we're, we're this is a side character episode. They're like. You you know it's easy to get side characters of groups of people that are good guys. You don't really get a group of people that are bad guys. Right. The Red Lotus is the first time we see him besides like your stereotypical henchmen that are with the bad guy. Equalist, right? the, the equalist mean, from season one. Yeah. They're just henchmen. Exactly. This is like These you get are a like group developed. Yeah, okay. developed characters that are bad guys that are side character bad guys. It's, yeah. and it's it actually adds like that's why they need that badass death. At right. The end. Well, the thing about it is is you kind of also feel for these guys. Like, the, it's ambiguous a yeah. little, a little, a little bit. 
like uh, when Bolin, yeah. <laughs> when Bolin is talking to the guys in the, yeah, and, and, they, and, and he's like, and you guys secretly have a thing for each other, right? But like, he's like, and they're like, two out of three, not bad. Like, <laughs> and you know, it's like, oh, like these characters have, right? Like, you love them. We talk, you about, love them. We talk about this every single time. It's just the humanization of these characters, mm-hmm. and and it's like these are bad guys. They've made bad bad decisions, bad choices, and all that, but they're still humans. Yeah, well, and, and their whole thing, the Red Lotus, is a counter-argument for the same goal of the right. White Lotus. Right. So they're, it's like you can immediately uh, identify with them. Right. Because you see their point of view, kind of, at least a little bit. It's right? under, it's understandable. Their point of view yeah. is understandable. Yeah. they want they, Everybody wants peace. They just think this is a different avenue to right. it. So, which is a very common theme on a good villain story. Right. But they did it in a really cool way. Because right. we already had the White Lotus. So, Ricky, remind me again how Gazan dies. Because I just want to hear it because it's fucking amazing. Gazan? Yeah. Gazan, uh, he's getting beaten by uh, Bo Lin. And then after Mako kills ming Mako shows up to the party. And he's like, oh, I'm about to get fucked up. So, he's like, if I'm going down, I'm taking this whole place down with me. And and Lava bends the, the cavern they're in and brings it down. And then Mako and Bolin escape. But, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> is he, though? I he mean, is could, Igneous could, Rock. Could he okay? have, you know, and, and, and circled himself with Rock and, and uh, maybe, protected I mean, himself? Maybe, well, maybe I don't know. This isn't Toph Star Wars, though. It's, it's, I know, right? <laughs> okay, it's certainly possible. But I think, honestly, the way that season three was going, they liked killing off people. Right. You know, like, this was like a... Like the idea of the of the season, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. let's right. just murk everybody. <laughs> they actually say in the in the uh, library edition, this isn't Marvel. This right. is Avatar. This is like Avatar, they like die. when you die, you're dead. you die. You die. Yeah. Unless you die. you're Iroh, and then you just somehow mysteriously end up in the spirit world. Nobody really knows how. It's, it's Uncle Iroh. <laughs> yeah, it's Uncle Iroh. <laughs> yeah, we can't. can't He's ascended. He They're like, sense. except Uncle Iroh. He, do- <laughs> he doesn't die. <laughs> All right, so um, I I definitely want to talk about Plea Last because she is, in my opinion, the best out of all of them. Okay, so we're talking Ming-Hua. We're talking about Ming-Hua next. Man, I love this. I still don't understand how it works with waterbending with no arms. You know? You don't understand how it works? I get it. Because sure, like, why not? No, it's funny that she has these, you know, phantom. It's badass with these phantom limbs. But I don't, I don't, isn't. Isn't all bending based on like the movement, movement. and yeah, you, that, whatever? That is a point, yeah. You know, so it, and especially water bending. And I didn't really see that really she was fluid. like overcompensating with her legs or anything. Like if they were like, oh, she can, she's water bending with her legs and then using that to make arms, that would be one thing. But they didn't really do that. They just made her have water arms. I think it's awesome. I mean, I it think is it's awesome, awesome, but it just, uh, yeah, like, when, I, you I'm try try to, when you try to look at wise, overlook it. Lore like, wise, yeah. we're They did we're the same thing with Boomy, King Boomy. They left his face open. How are you going to rock bend with your fucking chin? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like, that's a good point. Yes. It, rock bend. <laughs> rock bend. Lob, er, <laughs> Earth, Earth bend. Earth bend. <laughs> <laughs> I say rock bend. Rock bend. You're going to boulder bend. Remember, <laughs> remember that game we used to play with the with the drums and the guitar? Rock bend. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> that was good. Uh, I, I mean, that's a good point though. Because no, if, if we're gonna good. give Boomy a pass, like yeah, we give Boomy a pass. So, Maybe she's just okay. that good of a, of a yeah. Bender. That's what yeah. it is, and we that's obvious. Obvious when you see a, a waterbender with no arms, and she, water and bending, she, and she has you're like, oh, arms. that's a super unique and powerful bender. We, we know that. I like how okay. she, like, swings into into places and, like, is this, like, monkey going around and, and just killing everybody. That's, uh, you know what it so reminded me of? Awesome. So you, I, I'm sorry. Go uh, for it. There's, Go for there's it. videos of uh, octopus, like, out of water. Octopus, and, yeah. And that's exactly. what yeah. they do. She, like. They, like, slink themselves like a monkey. That's, that's almost like they grab. It's definitely pull. designed like that. And right? so she's I think designed. They, they, she's designed to mimic Amazing. the movements yeah. of the octopus. That's that, fucking awesome. That blows, that blows my mind. Because then you see her, and she does that thing that Katara does with all the tentacles. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, she yeah. Does that. So, That's actually called like octopus form. Yeah. Or, with or egg, something. Egg yeah. Bubble, like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's def- I think they definitely looked to that for inspiration. Yeah. I like how there's a scene where she's the one driving the getaway car. Like, <laughs> yeah, with, the girl with, with no arms has, like, ice hands. Yeah, yeah. Like, and no then limitations. She, we see her with, like, hooks. She yeah. does hooks. She has shapes with her. She's like Green Lantern. 
kind of Green Rancher. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It is super cool. It's super cool. To she see. can make whatever a hand or whatever. I, pardon this question because I, I I just don't remember it right now. Does she fight Korra like one on one at at any point, or is it mainly like Zaheer versus Korra the entire season? Um. Okay. Well, they all fight. They they break in on Korra and Zhao Fu, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's probably an inter. There might be an interaction there. Yeah, I don't think there's um, only like one scene before the final fight that. Uh Korra, no, but Korra but there's and... also the fight scene on top of the like plateau. Oh, that's right. That's, that's all. Like a, that's where 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 Tom, Lee dies. Tonrock has the the water. Yeah, uh, he does. Isn't that mostly he does water hooks? Yeah, isn't that mostly Tenzin? On that one, isn't it? It's cause, cause the no, they're all there. Well, uh, yeah. It's but mostly tense. Yeah, I, I don't think she ever fights Korra. I think that would have been You know what? You fight. know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At that fight, uh, um, Gazan and Mingwar are at the hideout. So they're oh. not there. It's, and then it's the only Zahir other big Pali. fight is with um, uh, Zuko. At and, the beginning, and tendon, at the beginning yeah. yeah, at the beginning, out on the ice. Oh, the tendon fight! Oh my god, the tendon fight's so amazing. I'm crying. So the, uh, we forgot to talk about how Gazan gets out of out of prison because I always thought that was fucking cool. I well, that and that's literally the first time we ever saw lava bending. Right, Zahir drops those rocks and he just heats them up. He as soon as up. you see it, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, and then Mingwa, how she gets taken out of out of. She's in a hot cell, right? She's in a hot cell. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember how she gets taken out, though. Or broken out. Well, I don't know. They, th- I think they, like, throw some water at her. You can always put season that. But it's also, she's the second one to break yeah. out. Yeah. And they break out. Because so, so it's Zaheer and Gazan tag team that shit and take down that whole fucking prison. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're so badass. What I like about Gazan, too, is, like, what a cool way to get, like, your boy just drops a couple stones out to you and he's like, that's all you need. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's you, all, that's you, all need. you need to get out of this gel. Right. And like, like Gazan's how the whole, like, I like how Zaheer and Gazan, like, that's, they know that. So they're like, that's all you needed to say. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, they're yeah. like, best bud. It's, it's like, oh, it's time. All right, let's do this. Let's yeah, go, let's do this. Anarchy. And that was cool too. <laughs> they're like, like they knew that Zaheer was coming for him basically. Our mission is bigger than mother. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but they were like, they were, all, they were all on the same page. I think uh, Rava had a little like oversight or something happened whenever she gave Zaheer airbending. You know, like when the when the, the harmonica It's like, like I don't know if a spirit was in charge of that, but somebody dropped the ball by giving that guy airbending. <laughs> it was some you know, like, just the guy that studied it was, it it was, his whole life. Right, you know? Yeah, and it's, it, was, uh, it was like a troll. It was like a troll spirit. He was like, just like, you know what? Sprinkle a little bit. Of yeah, this over yeah, here. yeah. Well, let's see what this does. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn it! Mistakes were made. They're like, he deserves it. He's worked hard his whole life. <laughs> Been working towards this goal. He deserves it. Ooh, oh, no. Bad choice. So I, that does Oh, damn it. We're not talking about Zaheer. I was about to, I I was about to, I was about to dive in. We can't go down the Zaheer hole. What else do we know about Mingwa? Are we done with Mingwa? You well, want I, I, I want, no, I want to know what else yeah. we would know. Because I want to, if, uh, if we know anything else about Mingwa, I want to say that. And then talk about her death. I really wanted, I really wanted uh, her and Gazan to end up together. <laughs> really? <laughs> you were really interested in that love yeah, story? Yeah, that was my favorite love story out of Korra. That was the ship you were hoping just, for. Just the one fucking, the one line. The Mingzan. Yeah. Mingwa. <laughs> Mingzan. <laughs> awesome. I like that one. Gahwa. 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 Gahwa is better. It's, that's 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 Awa. Oh, well, like in Espanol? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Close enough. Well, I don't, I mean, that's that's really, there's not much to know about. They don't give much backstory. They really, really. don't. I hope they do some kind of uh, expansion on the Red Lotus at some point. Somebody on Reddit was saying that they were looking to hopefully get like a few shorts or something that goes into the backstory of, of yeah. each of one the Red Lotus that, or how they even be. came to be. Right? Because like somebody there did a, somebody did a fan art of them as young and they looked all yeah, punk. The yeah, comic. you know, because yeah, yeah. Henry Rollins, right? Uh, right. Well, so oh, hold on, I think that was like official art. It's not like canon, but it's done. I think I think somebody put their like, stamp of approval you know, on it. Yeah, yeah. I you think that was an artist from the show, and the picture you're talking about, Mingwa has arms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so they said like, yeah, this is official art, but like we changed the canon. Ming Mingwa was born without arms. That was actually Th- said. 
I I believe so. I I think that was said in in by like Breichel. That seems like a lot of stuff to go into just one picture that isn't even in anything. But maybe you're right. But I mean, when you know. love the when you love the lore, <laughs> when you <laughs> created the lore, you're like actually Ming Wong was born without arms. It would be cool to see a young I'd, Red Lotus. I'd like to I'd like to get a a definite or like a definitive answer on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll look that up. We'll, we'll, look, we'll, that up. we'll look that up after the show. Yeah. So last, so if that's it, how does Mingwa die? <laughs> <laughs> we got it, dude. I'm, she, she, uh, poor Mako. Mako like knocks her down into the the tunnel beneath them. Right. And he and he has the upper hand. Mingwa he was, he was jumps like kicking out, kicking her ass. Yeah, right? kicking her ass. But then Mingwa. They knock him down in the cavern. There's a puddle. There's a big lake of water. Right. So it's like, oh, shit. Mako has the lower hand. She starts mega octopusing. Um, and then and then uh, Mako hops out of the water and electrocutes the water. <laughs> and she fucking gets roasted. Didn't she see that dead. one coming? It shows you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her Did, face is. Doesn't is, Mako, like, he does the whole, like, the, the thing where he's, like, he's redirecting, ga- gathering. Gathering lightning and and you're looking uh, right. at him like I know what's going down. I fucking you're know like, what's going down. Are they doing that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, here's another Mingwa voiced by Azula. Same oh, voice, that's, uh, voice right. actress. That's Same right. voice actress. Yeah. So I'm actually gonna look up her name because she deserves that kind of credit. Yeah, I want her to. Uh, I really want to get a cameo where she shouts out the podcast. I will pay for that. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. she's uh, Gray De- De- Delisle. De Delisle. D E L I S L E. Delisle, 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 Gray, yeah. Gray Delisle. I'm gonna need definitive answer. Aaron this one. Gray Van Osprey credited as Gray Delisle, okay. and Gray Griffin. Nice. So she's got. Sorry. She's also Vicky from Fairly Odd oh, Parents. That's right. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that both of those voices just give you chills up your spine sometimes. Uh, the voice of Azula, and I guess Mingwa, but man, the voice of Azula. Is like fantastic. Oh yeah, I like. Well, it, so I saw something on this actually this week. Again, I didn't see the credibility on it, but uh, they picked her because she was the only one that didn't like laugh or yell or anything. Oh yeah, that was it. She was the only one that didn't yell when when reading Azula's lines. Really, she said them all very cold and like like menacing. Azula and menacing. <laughs> right. Yeah. She was the only one that didn't yell any of the lines. To get the point across. Okay. So that's why they went with her. Yeah, that's what's up. Which makes total sense because that's oh exactly God. how Zula is. Doing <laughs> yeah. And, and and she did a great job as Ming Hua too. And here's the thing about it though is that it didn't take me out of character with Ming Hua. Well, the a, voice is different. Voice. Yeah. Right. The voice she put is it, different. She put a you can tell spin it's on her. It. Yeah. But the voice is different. Yeah. Yeah. She she's a true voice actor. So actress. Actress. God. <laughs> All right. So the other than Zaheer, the last character of the Red Lotus is Pali. She's my favorite. Absolutely my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. Very unfortunate death. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, okay. I will say I think, yeah, Police death is the most badass in the series. Yeah. I'll take that over Earth Queen's death. Which also well, happens in this season. The Earth, Queen, <laughs> Earth Queen's death is the most brutal, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But, well, the most savage. Savage. Yeah. Savage. Sure. I'll, yeah. I don't. Mm, I don't know, dude. I. This is what I'm saying. I think. I think. I like. Okay. I get your point. Okay. I'm just saying. I prefer police death. It's more shocking. The sisters. The sisters. Fucking. Oh my God, <laughs> Lin Beifong and and Su Yin, so t- tag team. Lin distracts her when she gets her around the head with her metal chest. Oh my, oh my God! Watching that in real time because it happens. Right, it's like, a snap. Right. And when you watch that for the first time, you're like, "What? Oh fuck!" <laughs> it's not like the Earth Queen's death, yeah. which is slow, and you're like, "Oh well, that's damn!" What, that's what I think. Me and Ian are saying is that like the Earth Queen. Is savage because it's a slow suffocating death. Right. Yeah. Whereas this one's like boom, explode. It's more badass. I think I agree. Police is more yeah. badass. Right. But there's like a, a you, cold savagery. You had to go out in a badass way. You have to. Yeah. yeah. All of them kind of went out badass. Right. Yeah. They have to. The the Earth uh. Earth Queen had to go out in a savage way because she was kind of savage herself. Yeah. So it's only fitting that she gets a savage death. Oh, okay. How's you want you want you want to really look into the savage. <laughs> I can't say that on this I'm podcast. 
<laughs> How deep do we want to go on this? I Let's think do it. Let's okay. Go for so it. I think so. This is just off the top of my head. I'm thinking right. Like there's a lot of symbolism in the show. Sure. So the Earth Queen, and this is probably not as much as I'm making it out to be now that I think Head about it out loud. But like, so she kind of like suffocated her Earth Kingdom, like all of the Earth all the, the, royalties did for right? sure. Yeah. So is it make sense? Her death is suffocation. Yeah. yeah. You know, like maybe there's a connection. Maybe there's yeah. not. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Have you heard? <laughs> did oh, yeah. you Did you see the the meme? But it's talking about Iroh. Remember when him and Zuko are doing lightning bending, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, that's why." That's why we're drinking tea. And Iroh's like, oh, good point. I mean, yes. <laughs> so, like, when we make these deep dives, you're like, you're like, the Earth Queen was suffocating her, her kingdom. It's talking about Brykel. We're like, you guys meant this? And they're like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I think I've seen that. Yeah. It's like when the fandom makes theories. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah, totally meant that way. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so, we, we need to send this directly to Brian. <laughs> Give well, us their email address. What What do we know about a plea? She's a combustion bender. That's the only one. the only other time we see combustion com, com, combustion <laughs> combustion bending. bending. Yeah. So what do we? What is it about? What is combustion bending? It is like a. It's an island in the fire nation that it's like a like a religion of people i think yeah is it right really? yeah yes. yeah so like you know you know we learn in kiyoshi that they had like clans and stuff right so it's a clan of of firebenders. the firebenders that are i believe i i believe i read this somewhere i i saw it too yeah, yeah where okay. where where that's their like almost re- religion i would say and, the, and that's a tattoo on their forehead yeah, not a not that a it, birthmark. It, enha- it enhances her her bending. Yeah, or something. It's, I like, don't know. it's like a channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best way. I mean, this is kind of a weird comparison, but the best way I think about it is like the Mandalorian, right? Okay. Like his group was just actually a subsect of the actual Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Group. Yeah, they were yeah. like a religious. Group. You're one of them people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, the Mando got like put in check in yeah, that did. scene. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, what? Cause I I was the same way I I felt exactly like Bo Katan and I was like yeah take off your helmet bitch like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they're just a subsect of of something that's much bigger than them okay but which and it seems like they're kind of like crappy people right like this cult sucks they're mean well I mean the combu- I the mean combustion yeah. <laughs> they're always bad guys <laughs> well the two that we meet are bad guys well they're bad representatives they should really send somebody can you imagine I want to see a I want to see a uh, light side. <laughs> Combustion bender. Light side? Like, like a, of like the like force. Good side. Okay. Good yeah. side. Light okay. side. Hmm. That would be cool. Just but look out for metal benders. The thing is, the thing is, like, it's so destructive. Just no matter what. You can, and, and it, it, she can angle it, too. Oh, yeah. That's that's oh. unique to her. We, yeah. we we saw that in her, not in combustion man. Sparky, right. Sparky, Boo Man. She, yeah, she does wanted, you know, like the <laughs> yeah, curve right? bullet. Yeah. Curve the bullet. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's like that. But we do see her firebend as well. We do see her firebend. So, actually, all the all all the red lotus. Okay. Actually, we don't see meanwhile like bloodbender. That'd be oh my god. Oh my god. Dope. But no. With her with her jelly hands. What a jelly <laughs> hand. <laughs> that would be too much. That'd like doing much. the bloodbend. Right. Fuck yeah, that'd, that'd be, be dope. dope. Oh my god, that'd be dope. Um. So now I'm really stuck on the idea of having a good combustion bender. That's the fire bender on the team, and then from time to time they're like, you know, do the thing, you know. <laughs> and he can and Dude, combustion bends. He's it's Varric. time. It's Varric is on the team. Pulls off. No, pu- pulls off the. And you guys haven't seen my final form. Pulls off like the metal metal sheet and blows little, everything little up. Visor. He's wearing some sunglasses with the third shade on the top. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Steven Universe type shit. Yeah. Little little flip up visor. Boop. Fucking <laughs> boop. <laughs> that sounded just like the uh the um blooper reel. Boop. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which if you haven't uh listened to the end of certain episodes, go back. And uh, well, I'm not even going to tell you which one it is. There's a couple of them that have blooper reels at the very end of the podcast yeah. that are a uh, little Easter egg for those that stick through them. Pretty hilarious. And I'll be uh, yeah, objectively, they're <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like it's, uh, we're biased, but even objectively. we think they're hilarious. 
we like doing goofy stuff like that, and apparently no one else likes it when we do that stuff. <laughs> there's one, I'm just going to say right now, there's one where Ricky did a sexy intro. The Cabbage Cart? Sexy intro. <laughs> <laughs> that, did we actually put that in the Oh, yeah. That yeah, was that's a, what yeah. Oh, maybe I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Boop. my wife was like, I never want to hear Ricky speak like that <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I want this in my ears? This is the most awful thing. She goes, oh, hey. yeah. <laughs> We don't don't read. We don't have to redo it. We can save it. Like leave it for the fans. Can I can I drop the episode then? The name? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. It is. Can't remember which episode. (laughs) I know. Fantastic, Ricky. Thank you. Good job. I know the first blooper reel. I don't know that episode. Yeah, I I can't remember. Damn it! It's it's within the last five or six. It's it's between twenty five. No, no, like twenty twenty and twenty five. Yeah, that were last week was twenty six. So in between the last five or six episodes, um, I think it might have been earlier. Dude, 20. this is this episode funny. twenty-seven. Fuck yeah, dude! That's crazy. We're we're coming up on on the old thirty. Big three zero over yeah. there. I can't wait till fifty. And what do we do for a hundred? Well, we have to do something at fifty-two. That's a year of cabbage cart, right? Fifty-two weeks. Yeah, we'll have to brainstorm on that. But. Ian's writing us a little love letter. I can't tell what he's writing there. Okay, so back to Pali. All right. You're source for Avatar content. I hope we're that we're I, scheduling our week right I now. Had the, dude, I hope that in the background you hear Ian angrily. <laughs> I you could have like, you could have just bad. written "poli" with the exclamation <laughs> points, and it would have got your point across. You that was so drawn out. We were like, "Point, trying to make a point." Let's talk, let's talk <laughs> about. Well, yeah, that was look, intense. Wasn't even looking at the paper. I'm just writing down. So, all right, but we do need to get back on side characters because this has so far been a Red Lotus episode, right? And yeah. that's okay. To be fair, though, that's because there's really not a lot of new side characters that get introduced in three and four that haven't already been established. Right. It's really just the Red Lotus, and then there's a few other, and then there's like the Bay Fong family. But we're saving, so we're going to yeah. do another episode just about, let's do solely on Bay Fong. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be solely on the Bay Fong. Just on the Bay Fong family, because it is such a big family, and they play such a role in everything. Yeah. Everything Avatar. Everything. This episode ended up being like more of a Red Lotus episode, and ba- but like those are the best side characters out of season three. Yeah. We could, we could put whole episodes around them. Was there any points that we wanted to make on Pali real quick? Because I, I mean, wanted to get into she's a uh, the love interest of Zaheer, and she is the her death is essentially the the how she how he achieves uh, weightlessness. Yeah, so oh, she's like true. she's tall too. Yeah, I think Zaheer is short, but she's also tall. I think she's she's as taller as than Tenzin. the rest of the yeah. She's like taller. her and Tenzin are the same height. I mean, Combustion Tenzin's Man tall. was was big. I wonder if if like the the whole. Clan, that's clan like, is, is large. Just big people, yeah, or giant people. Giant people. That'd snoo be, snoo. That'd be cool. <laughs> snoo snoo. <laughs> snoo, snoo. <laughs> oh man, Futurama reference. <laughs> okay. Um, oh man. We already talked about her death, so she gets the most, the most badass death in our opinion, I guess. Uh, Su Yin wraps her her chest armor uh, over her face as she's getting as police getting ready to to blast. Uh, 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 yeah, Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, uh, people reference this the death scene a lot as as Lynn's behavior because, like, literally the scene plays out. She kisses Su Yin on the cheek. She tells her her sister she loves her. She's right. like, "I love you. Come and get me, you three eyed freak!" Like, uh, you know, right? Hops out and just yeah. immediately starts talking shit. You know, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Actually. Yeah, it's very, it's very tough. Kind of oh thing. yeah, they're, you know? they're like, okay. You see, well, you damn see, it, uh, we're getting into the Bayfongs. Yeah. Let's right, save it yeah, for yeah, next episode. Uh oh, uh oh. Okay, so <laughs> Red Lotus is uh, we got them. We got Gazan, Mingwan, Pli, all died badass in a badass way because yeah. they had to because they were all badass characters. Um, who the the other new thing in season three are the new Airbenders. Uh, there's only a few real ones that that are are named and play a role. Um, mainly Kai. He's the he's the the main one. Yeah, the Earth Kai and the, Opal. The, the Airbender from the Earth Nation that kind of falls in love with Jinora, right? Like yeah, Jinora. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of have a thing. Yeah, 
and he ends up being like kind of an like in like a little asshole. You know what? Yeah, the, I was going to gonna say little so scamp. They yeah. started him out as an asshole, but then they they're like, "All right, you're an Airbender, and like you're good now." Like they just changed him up really quick, and I'm happy with it because he was kind of annoying when he was an asshole. Well, and he's right? a he's a kid too. You know, he was just. Shit, hard to he, part from his ways. Shit, he got inscripted into the Earth Queen's well, he, he was getting army. He was getting the, the jet treatment. Yeah. For sure. Like, he was getting dyed yeah. up. Yeah. 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 And and his character was just like, nah, fuck this. I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. You once know. he found out what it what that lifestyle really leads really to. Really was, yeah. Yeah. He goes, eh, maybe the air acolytes ain't so bad. <laughs> yeah. For right. real. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, for all the air, the the new Airbenders, I, I can't see their stuff in the way. Does anybody else want to want to read the list? So we have, uh, we have Ryu, Ryu that we've talked about. So Ryu is the uh, the guy living in his mom's basement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cora goes in and and they trying to recruit him. trying to recruit him. Let's do and Cora does it her way, which is literally stripping this guy out of his house. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming with me. <laughs> the let Jedi. Me, let me the, go. The Jedi with younglings. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and uh, voiced by John Heater, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Is his yeah. character. So that's why which, he's worth which mentioning. Which is perfect. When you watch it, you th- that's exactly what you're thinking. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it is voiced by It's Napoleon guy. Dynamite got airbending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is. Which is the only way to make that movie better. What was the quote that you said earlier? He's like, oh, I didn't choose it. <laughs> well, Cora's like, uh, she says, uh, she's like, it's your, you're, you're an air nomad or part of the air nomads now. It's your, it's your duty. And he's like, I didn't choose to be an airbender. <laughs> <laughs> It's not my fault. (laughs) We talked about Boomy in season two. Yeah, we talked about Boomy. uh, I mean, we can touch on him again. And and that's Boomy Aang's son, not Boomy there. King Boomy. King Boomy, just to clarify. Yeah, he's the one that kind of kicks off this whole um, uh, everyone getting getting airbending. The first time we see someone else uh, who was a non-bender bend all of a sudden. Well, and I like his, like, He's like scared of his bending, right? You know, like right. he doesn't know what right. to do, and he just is running around like a maniac, you know. And <laughs> yeah. Tenzin's all trying to like calm him down and yeah. stuff, and he's just like blasting all over. Like, doesn't he destroy the kitchen table too? Like, no, does no. something? I, okay, I think you're confusing two people because in season three, episode one, there's a guy that that's that's an airbender now, and he can't control it. It just flashes off naturally. Boomy is trying. Boomy is always trying. He's like, I'll show oh, you. Maybe I am. You know, and then up, he yeah. stops a, a plate at the kitchen table. Right. But right. he doesn't destroy the. the okay, that's what So you're is. confusing yeah. that with the other guy. Yeah. I want to say it was Daw is the guy you're. No, Daw is the, is the the guy who's on the. Um, the bald one? The one he, that he, they shave he his He shaves head. his head. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think Daw. Like, you don't have to do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's uh, up on, a, on like the bridge. And that's where Korra yeah. okay. flies up and, and talks him down. Oh, yeah, he because he was going to, like, off himself. Yeah. He was scared. He's the, like, yeah. And she had to, like, do a hot, we, like, a rescue situation We spoke him. about this, and, like, that's that's an amazing scene. Season through three, episode one. Like, right. we're kicking it off with some, some Korra lovey-dovey talk you off a ledge. Well, and it was pretty cool, Fuck, too, because yeah. it, it kind of, like... Uh, it was another element that you never really saw in Avatar. Cora lovey yeah. dovey. Huh? Cora lovey dovey. Fuck yeah. Talk you off the edge. Okay. That's what I, yeah. Compassionate yeah. Cora. That yeah. would work. That would work for me. I'd be like, hey, Cora, come to talk. <laughs> <laughs> come here often. Top of bridges. <laughs> no, it's like, uh, it, it gave it like another really cool element to Avatar universe that you don't see. Like, you don't see a. A dude about to str- – like, he's struggling with his new bending. It, like, added a realism to this fantasy world. I mean, can you think about it like, in real in, in real life? I like to think about this kind of stuff because I was watching Bad Batch last night. Oh, have, you, have you guys seen it? Uh, this yeah. episode three. I thought you were yeah. hating on it. No. Oh, Austin said you were. <laughs> I said Ian hates on everything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> anyway, no. So they, the, the idea of going to, like, a different planet and then – the the planets uh like wildlife just treating you like you're some normal thing that comes here all the time mm-hmm. like i i wonder what would actually happen like if you went if we went to some place on the planet that has never seen humans before how would those animals react to these humans you'd probably get eaten right right right, right. like okay so what if what would happen if if all of a sudden we got air bending 
Like, how would people how would people handle that? Yeah, I think we would start killing each other. I know that's exactly <laughs> well, what would yeah. happen. Right, <laughs> but there's there's going to be people who are who just can't handle it. Like, like scared, I, like yeah. scared to death. Right, and and it, it, one of the reasons why we this is still a topic of discussion, why we ha- why we can talk about Avatar, why we, why we can talk about Korra, is that it it puts that uh, thought process into the storytelling. The like, real world, the real consequences world consequences. Of, of yeah, like yeah. This, this guy's scared. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. It, the only thing he knows is 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 the last Avatar was an Airbender, and he's had he had a ki- one kid that was an Airbender. All of a sudden, he's Airbending. Yeah, they what knew the nothing hell? of the harmonic conversions. Right. Like, why would they be exposed to right. that? So you just wake up one day with some abilities. Holy and, shit! Yeah. I just blew air out of my hands. <laughs> what are they going to do? The are they going to take me into a dungeon and like test me and stuff? Yeah, like, yeah, and stuff man. like yeah. that. You know, like you're get, you're definitely if you wake up with Airbending, you're definitely getting abducted by the CIA. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> well, it was kind of like Superman had that same kind of fear, right? Like, like his well, parents, right? They're yeah. like, we like, what are they going to do? We don't to want him tested yeah, on, exactly. Kind of thing. So maybe, maybe they were in that same. Maybe he was in that same frame of mind. That was that was Daw, right? Guy, I, I'm pretty sure pretty that was sure Daw. Yeah, yeah. So and even that half episode, or maybe most of an episode that you get on that guy, like how much we just had 15 minutes of conversation on that. Like, how much do they? They give so much love to every character in the right. show, yeah. right? And and they go it, when they shave his head. It just shows you why why they shave their head. Yeah, because he was he was getting ready to get captured, and he and he felt something on the back of his neck. And he, oh yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh okay, that's why my head is. I mean, that's why I shave my head. Feel that increases. That's senses. why you. That's why you shave. <laughs> that's why head. I shave my head. Ian has a for your spidey sense for my spidey. Yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it resonating from you right now. It's tingling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw a can at you randomly during the podcast. <laughs> see, see how quick it just hits him in the forehead. You can dodge a wrench. He dodges. It breaks your window. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> um, we got to talk right, so uh, back to new airbenders. Are we done with the Airbenders? Well, we got like? what do we got. We got Otaku. I don't, I don't know who that I, is. There's some other ones that I don't. Re- I don't know. Yeah. There's Otaku and what, Young. Otaku. Yeah. So okay. So when we were going through preparing for this episode, there's a lot of these air acolytes and new benders that they don't really have dialogue or they don't say their names in the show, but they do have names. So we're just kind of listing off a couple of them that we were able right. to find. Right. 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 Uh, both of those being Otaku and and Young or Young. 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 Probably Young. I was laughing at you saying ot- otako. <laughs> I said otako. Ota- yeah, <laughs> I'm hungry. Sorry. <laughs> otaku. 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 <laughs> and then Opal is the last it, one. But we're gonna get into Opal. her. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be in the Beifong episode next. Sure. Uh, what is well, what is this up here? Iway. Iway. Iway is the true seer from Zalfu. He's actually uh, working. He is Red Lotus. He's he's, a, he's, he's official he, Red Lotus. He, he's a part of Red Lotus. Okay, like yeah. Red Lotus is the the philosophy philosophy and like underground whatever, like the White Lotus. Yeah, we're talking when we say Red Lotus, we're talking about the main crew, right? You know, but but Red Lotus does have members, and Iway is one of them, the true seer, and he betrays uh, the entire Bayfong family. Yeah, Su Yin and, and the city of Zalfu. Right. He he overthrows his. He's trying to overthrow his city. You know, right? Like, was he trying to overthrow his city, or was he trying to just get rid of the Avatar? I mean, the, I don't, the, I don't the, really think the, the Red, Red Lotus... Lotus were built to to sow anarchy. So, right. anarchy basically means, yeah, f- like like Bossing say, he was he was he was going for trying, something, trying to do with that and at yeah. Zafu. Yeah, except Zahir killed his ass because Zahir had bigger plans. Didn't kill him. Didn't kill him. So he's just a vegetable in the in the yeah. real world. I'm imagining. Yeah, right. It's so crazy. he's like like crazy. a cleaning lady found his body six days later at that Motel Six they were at. Oh, <laughs> That's where That's right. you know. We, said that. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. talked about him last time. It's like, what's that smell? Oh God. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we also have these. This isn't really uh, into the Beifong family, so we might as well mention mention them as side characters in it, season three and four. Uh, well, specifically season three in this case is uh, Earth Queen. Uh, How Ting? How Ting? How Ting? She I'm sucks. Not, I don't want to butcher that name, but yeah, he she sucks. She's she's a terrible terrible character. And you know what? I don't written. like I don't like the Earth King Kuwe Kuwe. I I don't like any of the Earth Nobles. No, no, they're, they're they all, all suck. Yeah, Longfang prick. Fuck you. Yeah, they're all terrible. Yeah, I think they're supposed to represent like the general public. 
You know what I mean? Like, like the Earth Kingdom as a yeah. whole is supposed to represent like the most real world stuff. Like, of course, the politicians in the Earth Kingdom suck because right. yeah. real world yeah. politicians suck. And the and <laughs> 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 but the thing about it, they're the, wrong. they're the closest to <laughs> Earth as we see it, right? Because they're the yeah. biggest population, right? and we see. How many how many people from the Earth Kingdom do we see that suck? There's the general that tries to trigger the Avatar state. That guy sucks. He was a oh, I <laughs> hated sucks. him. Jin from Lost. That's the voice, and he's on Hawaii Five O. Oh, that's his. Yeah, that's, that's his that's voice. Him. Okay. Yeah. Um, that old love- man that betrays uh, the gang in Avatar: The Last Airbender turns him into the Fire Nation Earth Earth Kingdom uh, um, yeah. Uh, citizen. Yeah. Oh, that's the one uh, where he. Uh, He's got like three teeth, and they like save him from, it, uh, he, from uh, the mine shaft. Um, what's what's his no, name? No, they save him from Jet. Haru, Haru. No, that's the Haru. Oh, that's episode. Haru. Yeah, that's a Haru. Episode. Haru episode. Okay. He saves him with his earth bending, and he rats him out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a prick. But that guy's not an official. But he's still. But the point I is think earth we can, kingdom sucks. even though we don't, <laughs> even though we don't know sucks. much about him, I would say Chin the Conqueror. Probably a dick. <laughs> I think Vera, that guy was a dick. Big dick. Dick. And you know what? You know what? Su Yin, she's kind of a dick too. She's <laughs> like, come, everything is perfect here. I am a fairy. Like, yeah, she's got cannot, a son that does. You does walk into the city, art. you're like, hey. They're like, hey. How are we trashing how's, on, on how's your day? What's this? <laughs> how's your day going? I'm fine. We know you're lying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Point is, Earth Kingdom sucks. Earth Kingdom sucks. But I don't in particular, live. the Earth Queen and even Prince Wu kind of is not. Prince Wu starts out st- uh, stupid. I, I, you know, okay, he I agree. Of, he reminds I me don't of like early, him. He reminds me of early uh, Lord Zoryu. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can see that. Oh, Fire Lord Zoe from, yeah. the, from the Kyoshi novels. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He reminds Very me of like, a, like a young kind of stupid, doesn't know how to play his political role strongly. But but, right. but the difference is Zoryu takes himself very seriously. Well, true, but they they still have in, an indecisiveness about him yeah. that that means lack of action. Okay. So right, and Prince Wu, he he, he comes around. He does come around. The the thing is, is, he he feels like he's he's deserved the throne. Right. Yeah. And, and he's coming. Yeah. He's coming at it from a uh, like a uh, YouTube personality who thinks they they are important. Basically, yeah, self righteous, self righteous. Mm-hmm. Like I I deserve deserve this. I don't care what you say. His yeah. art comes around, but seriously, overall, I still kind of find him annoying. Like I love him. I think he was written like, to be that way. Right? Yeah, I think yeah, you're exactly, not supposed to exactly, really like Exactly. Him. Yeah. But <laughs> he sings to the badger moles. <laughs> yeah. He, so so uh, in his coronation, he's, I want the badger moles to dance like this. And they animate it like there's a movie does that's literally like Beyonce. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Beyonce a Beyonce dance. move that they ladies. animated. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That they animated him to do. It's really funny. That's actually like, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on, on like Twitter of most places. They're like, you're telling me you don't like Avatar when literally this guy <laughs> out here fucking, or you don't like Kara when this guy's out here fucking with moves like B, like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Beyonce choreographed. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But, uh, okay, so that's, I mean, there's really not to know, not to know uh, there's not a lot to know about Prince Boo. There's not a whole lot to know about the Earth Queen. No, except I mean, her death. We liked her. Her death was cool. She, she tried to uh, create a, a an air nomad army. Yeah, oh, her yeah. airbender army. Yep, you tried know. to take him for her own. She didn't play her her role very well. I don't. I don't think like she didn't play her hand very. Neither well. Neither did the Earth King. Like that. Well, yeah. It's a, I think that's the whole the whole point and why yeah. they're unlikable is that yeah. is that they've achieved this this level of nobility and they have no idea what to do with it. Yeah. yeah well, they're self preservationists. Like they're like, what can get me the most influence and power or right. longevity or whatever it is? They only care about themselves. It kind of does make sense. So, wait. Let's imagine <clears throat> this. Imagine you're born into royalty. You're you're gonna be the next king. Right. How do you? No wonder you don't know how to act like a regular fucking person. Mm-hmm. You'll never you you were born into something that you'll never be normal, right? You know, I mean, you can it, say that about it pretty much anything with yeah, that's true with like money and power. Uh, right. But th- I think right. that would give them a uh, that would be a good story to see though, where somebody has that disposition but still comes out being 
an honorable and noble person in, in a position of leadership. I I, I want to say like Zuko. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like Z- yeah, exactly. I, this might be controversial, but I think like Genju is 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 kind of like that. He just went off the rails at the end. I think I if he would have found Kiyoshi before uh, word got out. Before, Before word, no, yeah. like it, no. It, it, if in, instead uh, he, he found Kyoshi at the beginning, at the beginning, if you yeah. found that she was the avatar at the beginning instead of Yoon, then I think he would have been a good guy. I think he would have been a good guy. Yeah, for sure. Well, you say that, but then they also he ran and 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 uh, not not Jianzu, uh He ran and Kelsang both kind of already had hard feelings against uh, Jianzu because of his actions with uh, with Karuk. Like he was already kind of a crappy person, right? With right. So it could go either way. I don't know. He at least would have had the chance to become that good person, right? You know, and maybe over time with Kelsang's influence, maybe he could have. Right. Oh my God. Okay, we've teased about it on the show before. We're definitely revisiting fucking Kiyoshi. Yeah, oh dude. my fucking god. <laughs> it's so good. Fuck yes. <laughs> That's how we started the show off. Man, we got to go back to some. What, Let's all read it in the next coming weeks. Yeah, maybe we'll do it for the 52 that you were talking about. Ooh, that's like double the amount of episodes we have right now. <laughs> you realize that's a long time away. <laughs> do we have anybody else in season three we want to talk about? Season three or season or four. Or season four. There's really not many side characters after that. Cause well, there's actually a lot in season three, right. but we're just not talking about the, I don't know, seven Bayfongs that there are. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's really, it's Red Lotus and, and the Bayfongs. Uh, and Korra, essentially, in season three. Yeah. And then, I mean, Kuvira was was introduced and she's a, she, she she's doesn't a, have any speaking. Oh, she's only at the end. Yeah, she's a yeah. background character. Not even a side character. It is three. funny how often you'll see her in the background. I know, now right? that you know it, you're like, you like it'll just be like someone off in the distance. You can't even see their face, but they'll put the mole there. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's Kuvira. That's sweet. Kuvira. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much, that's it. I think that's really it. Cause we got to talk about the Bayfong family next week and that's going to be most of the characters from that would be left to talk about in season three and season four side characters. So we could probably wrap it up today. What all right. Think? Um, all right. Remember to like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow us, the cabbage card podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. Um, you guys ready to get out of here? Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs>